0: Hello and welcome to the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. I am your host, Caitlin. I'm a mindset and business coach helping you reprogram your mind to get out of your own way and create the life you want. Here, we talk about all things mindset, manifestation, and business. Tune in weekly for genuine conversations on moving past what's keeping you small, going against the norm, and actualizing what you truly desire. And, of course, all of the baggage that comes along with that. Buckle up and get ready to release the conditioning that so many never do. Here's to Becoming an Anomaly. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. I am so excited to be here today. I am honestly on one. Like, I... I'm on a different level of energy right now, which like I have this really weird dynamic going of I have so much energy and also just want to simply lay in bed and read. I have the energy to read and and apparently podcast as well. So (laughs) here we are. Last week, if you caught that episode, we tried out a new formatting where I decided to lose the notes. And today we are doing that again. This one may be slightly more all over the place than that one, but... I'm along for the ride just as much as you are today. (laughs) Oh, lordy lord. This morning, I recorded a really great conversation for a summit I'm doing in March, which was so much fun. I am now sitting here fighting the urge to just sit down and read for 10 hours straight. I'm obsessed with a book series that is not even good, and I'm so upset that I'm obsessed over it. Like, I want to read it but I'm upset. Like it's not even that good. It's not even that good. (sighs) This is what I mean when I say I'm on one. Okay, other news before we get into things. I currently have spots open for private one-on-one coaching. If you have been wanting to get out of your own way, move past your fears and limiting beliefs that have been holding you back and keeping you small your entire life, and finally create the life and business that you've always wanted, let's work together three months, you and me. Book a sales call at the link in the show notes or DM me on Instagram if you have any questions at all. If you want to see if we're a good fit, let me know. And today... We are going to be talking about releasing the need for control. And like I again am very along for the ride with this episode. Because I don't really know where I want to take it. (laughs) I guess we'll find out. It feels like an epidemic at this point. How desperately so many of us feel this overwhelming need for control. Like we feel so deeply paralyzingly unsafe. If we don't have control over everything in our environments and the thing is we never have control over everything in our environments. so we are stuck in this chronic state of fear of feeling unsafe it's so interesting to unpack because these are all learned behaviors right that need for control our minds are designed to keep us safe not make us happy fulfilled successful whatever that means to you. It's not designed to get you what you want. Well, I guess for the most part, we wanna be alive, but (laughs) it's designed to keep you safe. And growing up, we very quickly learn that variables in your environment, things that aren't in your control, those are often the things that go wrong, right? Those are often the things that make us feel negative emotions or unsafe. They make us feel shame or guilt or like whatever it is oftentimes it's things in our environment that make us feel unsafe. And with that, our brains love predicting outcomes. It wants to know what's going to happen so we can act in certain ways to keep ourselves safe. Your brain wants as much information as possible because it wants to control the situation and keep us safe. You can look at this from many perspectives. I remember I used to really see it from a very manipulative standpoint. Like, oh, we're all these manipulative beings always trying to manipulate and control everything in our environment. And it's so negative and toxic and blah, blah, blah. But like, we're basically all just big kids trying to feel safe and loved. Like, that's what we're doing here. Trying to feel safe in our environments. And it's not some big, negative, evil, malicious thing that we're doing. We're trying to keep ourselves safe. But the thing is... Many of the things we learned throughout our lives, throughout our childhoods, that at one point we learned kept us safe, our minds are holding on to that with a death grip. And it has become this completely automatic behavior that we don't even think twice about and we just automatically do. Like not saying certain things around certain people in, tr- in hopes of controlling the outcome or holding yourself back and watering yourself down and keeping yourself small to not trigger people or to, again, control outcomes or going down a life path or getting a certain job or asking for the certain thing to happen. Do you know what I mean? Like We do so many behaviors to keep ourselves safe and get the outcomes that we want which is to feel safe, (laughs) but many of those automatic behaviors are perpetuating a narrative and a life that we don't want many of these automatic behaviors are keeping us stuck on a path that we don't want to be on but until you start bringing your awareness to these patterns they will continue to play out in your life again and again and again this is something i talk about all the time but your subconscious mind controls the vast vast majority of your daily words thoughts and actions And remember what the subconscious wants to do? It wants to keep you safe, baby. (laughs) So it's not getting you outside of your comfort zone. It's not getting you starting the new business or taking the new opportunity or showing up in ways you haven't before or learning something new, expansive, and scary. No, it's getting you doing the same damn thing every day on that predictable daily routine that you know what's going to happen. You know you're going to be safe and cozy and familiar in your warm little comfort zone. That's what it wants you to do. And if you don't turn off autopilot and draw your awareness toward those behaviors and patterns, you're going to be stuck in for the rest of your life. And I don't know about you, but When I had that carefully curated life plan drawn out of all the things I felt I should do every day for the rest of my fucking life, no matter how good it looked on paper, it felt so deeply boring, unfulfilling, and mediocre. me and I don't want mediocre. And if you're feeling stuck and unfulfilled, that's probably your sign that you want something more too. Something different. Something different than mediocre, boring and unfulfilling, you know? And it can say obvious when I say it like that, like, oh, Caitlin, no shit. But like, it's so much easier said than done. When you end up like a grown-ass adult with this whole life and identity built around this idea of what you should do, when you start looking at yourself in the mirror and playing with the idea that maybe that's not enough for you, that is so deeply triggering. And when you start veering away from that carefully curated life plan, it can feel like you're also moving away from that identity of good enough as well, which is so scary. And your brain doesn't like scary. It doesn't want you moving towards scary. But this is where you have to take the control back over those evolutionary programs, right? This is where your own like personal power and sovereignty come into play. You are meant for so much more, but you have to choose it for yourself. No one can do the work but you. And it all starts with a choice. You don't need to quit your job or leave your hometown or like (laughs) get a $100,000 loan or like whatever. You don't need to move to Bali and take this like yoga certification course or I don't know. You don't need to do all this wild, crazy shit. It just starts with the decision in your head that you're going to choose something different for yourself, that you are committing. To doing something different and not giving up and this need for control i think really comes back to this wounded masculine and feminine energies of yin and yang energies whatever you want to call it i'm not talking about gender here i'm talking about the energy of doing of hustle of dominance of force and the energy of flow and receiving and us being deeply fucking wounded in what our own balances look like we have so many rules and like messed up opinions about what is shameful in our society and what is applauded and praised. We've created this narrative where success is defined around this hyper-masculine system that fucking destroys everybody. (laughs) It sounds so dramatic, but like I am fucking serious. This system of the same thing every day, five days a week. You gotta catch up on sleep on weekends. You can't be lazy, lazy is bad. You need to have structure, it needs to be forced, you need to be dominant, you need to be a boss. But at the same time, you can't be a bitch. It's like this weird dynamic of you literally can't win, but you need to be anything but yourself. You always need to be growing. You need to be better, brighter, smarter. You need to be louder, but not too loud. You can never win in this system. I think just in acknowledging that, you get so much power back, because why are we building our lives around this system, that literally doesn't work. And if you're thinking, well, Caitlin, that's just the system, that is how it works, but it doesn't work, you can't succeed in it. So why are you trying to succeed in a system that has been designed so that you can't succeed? If you wanna feel fulfilled, abundant, satisfied, successful, happy, joyous, excited, passionate, you can't get those things from the system that requires you to be the opposite. See, I thought we were gonna talk about control, but apparently apparently Apparently, it's a lot more than that. (laughs) We are now talking about how the system controls us. Because literally, you entering the system that's designed to take these things away from you, it takes your personal power away. It makes you powerless. You don't ask questions, you shut up and do what you're told, and that's how you succeed. That's literally what we're taught. I'm getting so controversial and big, (sighs) but that's where this goes, and then I should just talk about it. (laughs) But with this wounded masculine and feminine energy, everyone's balance of masculine and feminine, of doing and receiving, of force and flow, of structure and flow. It's different person to person what's gonna feel good for you. For example, like Google Calendar. For some people, it feels so good to literally put every single moment of their day in Google Calendar. Like when you eat, when you sleep, when you breathe. When you have your 10 minute break before your next call, all of that is in Google Calendar. And for some people that is so wildly overwhelming that if they did that, they would not be able to get anything done. It's about finding your unique flow. Whereas we are often taught that there is one structure that you need to adapt around. But now with everything that is happening in the world, things are changing big time. You now have the opportunity Instead, create your own balance. Like for example, in business, you can now structure your business around your life and be successful. It can look different person to person. It does look different person to person. We all are so different and how we show up and how we support ourselves should reflect that, right? It's kind of like, wow, my mind is going a million miles per second. Okay, this is it oh, this is just getting so big, it is what it is. It is what it is, we're just doing it. It's like how medical studies have been predominantly all studies on white men. And then everybody who is not a white man also has to structure their medical treatments around the studies and the science that were literally created only for white men. Do you see what I'm saying? That's everything. Wow, I'm really going wild today. Traditional structures weren't made for us, okay? <laughs> and there is something happening in the world where we are reclaiming so much personal power and so many opportunities have been open to us at the tips of our fingers. And the only way you can reclaim it is by turning off autopilot and becoming self-aware. Because in many ways... Oh my God, this is getting so fucking crazy. We have been brainwashed (laughs) to act in a certain way that suits that old way of being, that old system that doesn't even serve us. But you have to... Have the self-awareness to break yourself out of it, to prune out those old neural synapses, those automatic thoughts and behaviors that you no longer even have to think about, they just happen. You need to reclaim your self-awareness so you can begin to challenge them, question them, reinforce a new way of being, reinforce new ways of thinking that actually support you, that actually move you toward that life that you want and begin to play with the idea Just start with that. Play with the idea that what you want matters. And this may even sound crazy, but you know those days where you just wanna sit on your bed and read your book for 10 hours? That doing that doesn't make you a lazy, worthless piece of shit. I think it's powerful to begin playing with the idea that it's not about having control and always making the right moves and never fucking up and always being perfect, that maybe that isn't the goal. Maybe what's actually important is trusting yourself. Trusting that what you're called to is meant for you or is teaching you something or what you're passionate about and brings you joy and inspiration and lights you up unlike anything else. That it does that because you are meant to pursue it in some way, explore it in some way, get to know yourself on that deeper level. Because let's face it, like we all have so many different skills and interests and that matters. It matters. Like, for example, for myself, I love psychology so much. It is so interesting to me. Give me a study about the brain and PTSD and wow, I will be living my best life for hours. Whereas for somebody else, that probably makes them wanna pull their hair out. Whereas like one of my friends absolutely loves biochem and it's so cool that he gets so hyped about photosynthesis. But personally, if I had to take one class about that, I would be mentally present for like approximately two minutes of it because it's not for me. But we need people who. who are excited about all of these different things like what gets you excited what gets you into that state of flow do you know what I mean like what doesn't feel like work to you what doesn't feel like force and hustle where does your channeled flow and excitement and passion come from and how can you structure your life around that do you know what I mean You need both the flow, the excitement, the fulfillment, the feminine and the masculine structure. It's like if you imagine the energy of receiving the feminine, the flow as water, and then the structure, the masculine as a glass that holds the water. Feminine without the masculine is chaos and masculine without the feminine is rigidity and force and will break, right? You need both, but you have to be open to exploring that and finding what your both means. What does it mean to you? What does it look like? And prioritizing that in your day-to-day life. And that may feel weird because we were not taught that at all, but it's so vastly important and leads you back to your power, leads you to your purpose, and it leads you through so many lessons about yourself and what you're here to learn. So finishing off with one of the questions I actually wrote out for myself and the only one I'm apparently using today, how can you begin healing this need for control? I think for one, beginning to trust yourself, beginning to let go of this need to have everything figured out, and just trusting that future you has it. Like she's got you, he's got you, they've got you right? Like no matter what happens, you're going to figure it out to the best of your ability as it comes. And that's all you can ask of yourself. And that's perfectly enough. Current you right here, right now, you can't have it all figured out. That is physically impossible. So stop putting that expectation on yourself. We often think just like, oh, jumping in the deep end or whatever, that's delusional. (laughs) Okay. I'm not talking about jumping in water if you can't swim, but you know what I mean? We're like, oh, that's delusional. But do you know what's just as delusional? Putting the expectation on yourself to know everything and be perfect when that is literally impossible. Like, that is the delusion. So instead, let's focus on something that actually serves us. Not being perfect, being on your own team, having self-acceptance and compassion for yourself and meeting yourself where you're at. How can you stop making decisions out of fear and instead begin making them in alignment with what you really want? And also that comes with figuring out what the fuck you do even want. And it may be weird even asking yourself of that. You may feel some shame and guilt prioritizing yourself, but notice those uncomfortable feelings and start getting curious about them. Start directing your healing work toward them. How can you support yourself in feeling safe prioritizing yourself? And it's really fucked up that we even need to do that work, but we are meeting ourselves where we're at and showing up for ourselves in whatever ways that we can. I know what like inner work or, inner child work or taking care of your inner child it can be so painted as the super fun thing like we're painting and drawing and like dancing around our houses singing and that's healing and it is but also all of the things that are deemed ugly are also part of that healing journey So I invite you to begin showing up for your inner child in ways that are also uncomfortable. How can you reparent yourself and teaching your body that it's safe to feel uncomfortable? It's safe to be selfish. It's safe to prioritize yourself and what you want and begin embodying the belief that your highest good is actually the highest good for everyone around you. And how can you make that a priority in your life? I think also interrupting the automatic patterns and behaviors of like, oh, I fucked up or oh, I wasn't perfect or I didn't know everything. How can you interrupt those shamey thoughts with something that's actually helpful? Like you can't know what you don't know until you know it. And shaming yourself for it isn't helpful. What is helpful is being open to learning. And I don't know about you, but I have major resentment toward old, shamey education systems that shame you into learning new things. That's not what we're about anymore. Treat yourself like somebody you love. Get on your own team and have compassion for yourself throughout this journey of learning. And by journey of learning, I mean the fucking human existence, okay? That's what we're doing every single day. So be on your own team through that. Notice when you shame yourself or guilt yourself for not having control over everything in your environment because. you can't so why are you shaming yourself about it get curious about it all of the shamey thoughts who put those there what put those there and is it serving you right now here in this moment because yeah at one point in your life you couldn't advocate for yourself you were a kid you didn't know any better whatever it is but right now here in this moment you can show up for yourself in a different way and support yourself in a different way and move yourself toward all of those things that you want in a way that actually feels good and supportive and loving and safe. Okay. This episode has been so all over the place. It is what it is. Okay. The Becoming Anomaly podcast is taking a switch apparently to strictly conspiracy theories. Oh my god. Okay. Well, let me know if anything hit home for you. If you want to continue this conversation with me in the DMs on Instagram, please do. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it to your stories. Let's be <laughs> fellow conspiracy theorists. <laughs> okay, with everything that I said, do I want to go on the side tangent? With everything I said, I'm not saying those things have been intentionally done to us. Honestly, A lot of it in the ways that it has been conditioned is very unintentional. Regardless, we are dealing with it now and we are healing through it now and it's now our responsibility to shift moving forward and heal moving forward. And with that, that is the end of today's episode of the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. I hope you enjoyed and I will see you here back again next week for next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. Check out the show notes to find out how you can dive into this work with me one-on-one. And if you've loved today's conversation, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram stories, tagging me at the Anomaly Coaching Co. so that we can connect. And with that, I'll see you next week for another episode of the Becoming an Anomaly podcast.